0: I'm actually going to pray one more time uh, just because, yeah, I, I, I don't feel like you can you can pray enough and um, I really feel like I, I need, yeah, Jesus' help if I'm going to actually speak some words that make any sense. Um, Amanda, would you mind actually turning that down? I can hear myself quite a bit. Um, just the gain, the one on the top, the very left, far left. Sorry, trying to run sound and talk at the same time doesn't really work. Um, yeah, that one—it's good. Um, okay. Well, uh, Jesus, I just—I thank you for tonight. Uh, I thank you for yeah, just these men and wom- women here. Um, I thank you that um, yeah, we can come here and and we can um, a lot of us can tell our story. Um, and, and Jesus, I think if if you would ask each and every one of us um, each and every one of the people that shared before me um, if if they would word it uh, the way that they did. Um, if they were trying to share how great they were, they would probably say no. Um, and I know for me, I would say no. But we're trying to show how great you are, Jesus. And I pray that you um, would come through my story tonight, that you would be um, glorified, that you would be um, with me, that you would, um, yeah, just be here. Um, meet us here tonight, God. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay. So, um, Greg said, my name is Tim Sexton. Um, I guess I, I haven't met all of you. I actually have been gone for like the last five weeks um, on somewhat vacation, somewhat, uh, I guess, um, work trips. Um, it just so happened that, yeah, all of my work trips, I guess, sat in the middle of August. And my wife is uh, Amanda Sexton. She's over there. And, um, yeah, she... This is going on work trips and all of that at the very same time. So it kind of worked out perfectly, but we'll be around um, if you haven't met me. Come say hello or or come say hi to you I'm sure at some point. Um, but yeah, I wanted to um, start out my testimony um, just with a verse that, that means a lot to me. Um, it's, it's, a, it's kind of shortened. But um, uh, the, this uh, group of verses um, I, I consider it somewhat uh, my life um, my life verses. My life um, is kind of based around this. I see my life a lot in these verses. So Ephesians 2, 4 through 7 says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the, his great love with he, which he loved us, even um, when we were dead and our trespasses made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up. Uh, with him and seated us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that the coming age he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. So, I guess, yeah, when you listen to my story, you're going to hear a lot about um, the past and a lot about um, a lot of things that I did growing up and and then you're gonna see um, a a distinct change when God brought me and very clearly brought me into a situation um, where I I needed him and then he might show his immeasurable grace through the rest of my life and up until now um, and I'm, I'm forever thankful for, for those things. Um, so I guess I can start out with when I was young. Um, yeah, when I was young, <laughs> life was very easy. I think most people would agree, when you're young life is super easy. Um, but I, I noticed something, that the harder I tried to get people to like me, the harder it was to actually have people like me. Um, yeah, for some reason, people just dislike you more and more as you start kind of going after them and start making them like you, I guess. And so, really, I, 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 I just kept trying and trying and trying to get people to like me, and they they would never like me in the the way that I wanted them to. So I, I, I would do pretty much anything to have people um, like me. I would, I, would, I would buy things for them. I, would, I, would, I mean, if they were doing drugs, that's what I was going to be doing. If they were drinking, that's what I was going to be doing. Um, so in high school, I, I really got around a, a group of friends that, that smoked cigarettes and that did drugs and that did all of this and, and I saw that and I saw them with friends and I said, you know what? they have friends and it seems like their friends want to be around them I want that. Um, and and what, I, what I I find I really wanted was just someone to want to be around me. Someone to desire me to be there. Um, I, I, I was always so annoyed because I would go to things and people didn't seem to want me there. Um, people never really seemed to yeah, to, to desire me. And, um, and so I, 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 I would do pretty much anything for these friends. And if they, if they called me um, and said, uh, we have such and such drug and we want to sell it, I would say, great, um, I'm going to buy it from you just so you come hang out with me and um, I, I have one story in particular that shows it very well um, and it, it's, it's not I'm really not okay with it but at one point um, in high school uh, I had a friend and uh, he was selling um, yeah illegal drugs and um, he and I, I called him because I knew that he was and I, I wanted to hang out with him and so I said um, hey why don't you come and I'll buy this from you and uh, I hoped that he would hang out with me afterwards and do this Um, and um, that night basically he came and he sold it to me um, and he said I gotta go and so um, I went home and I did those drugs by myself because I didn't have anyone to do it with and as I got more and more through high school I started to realize that people were not, they did not like me, they were using me and uh, I hated it and I became very very bitter and I was very mad and um, most of the time in high school I I walked around with a a very angry um, kind of pent up rage in in me and I, yeah, nobody really knew about it and I I, I was just mad all the time Um, and so, yeah, I graduated from high school, and I, I, I just I didn't understand why people didn't like me, but I knew I wanted to get away from it. Um, so I, I, I moved four hours away, and um, I, I actually went to Western State College of Colorado in Gunnison, Colorado. For anyone that's been to Gunnison, it's, um, it might be for you but it's not for me. Um, I I did not like it, and uh, I I didn't want to be there. Um, I had very little friends there, no family there, and so one thing I did was I drove back to Parker every weekend. That's a four hour drive to Parker and back every weekend. And I'm not kidding, I did it every weekend. Um, I spent a lot of money on gas and a lot of money on other things to make sure that I stayed awake. Um, for that entire drive because sometimes I would leave at like 2 in the morning. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I did that and I didn't really make any friends in Western at Western. Um, and I, yeah, as you can imagine, if you're not there on the weekends, you're not going to make friends. And I stayed bitter and I, I just didn't understand. Uh, I, I kept this question in my head. if If people don't like me, why should I like myself? Why should I be around myself if people don't want to be around me? And... I, yeah, I got more and more bitter as time went along and um, and so after that first semester, I, I kind of made sure I was like, okay, I'm getting out of here no matter what, I'm getting out of here. And uh, so I decided to go to CSU and by the grace of God, I... I had someone in mind that I was friends with in high school that was a solid Christian guy. Um, and I was, always, I was always friends with him, but I, I, I never really hung out with him too much just just because of the fact that he never did any of the things that I wanted I wanted to do, like drugs and all of this stuff. But um, by the grace of God, I knew him at CSU. And so I, um, I called him and I said, hey, do you want to be roommates? And he said, uh, no, I actually have something set up already. Um, and he called me a couple weeks later and said, uh, actually, that fell through. Would you like to be roommates? Um, and so, I ended up going up to CSU and staying in the same apartment as him and uh, I always wanted something out of college that everyone told me about, and for some reason, this culture just kind of passes it off on us and i 'm not sure why, but I always wanted sex and drinking out of out, out of um, out of college and uh, I didn't, I wasn't getting it, and, and I didn't understand why, um, but I sure was chasing it. Um, and so I got to CSU, and um, uh, we had next-door neighbors that were girls, and so I kind of started chasing girls. And I started um, running very hard after one girl in particular, and... Um, and we would hang out pretty much on most weekends, and um, and I, I ended up drinking one, too much one night and making way too many mistakes, and um, yeah, and ended up making a lot of mistakes with her, and things that I came to regret later and um, wish that I, I could take back, but I, I can't. And um, it, when basically when when I did that, I, I found my heart was attached. And I wanted her to want me and um, and i didn 't want to chase girls anymore; I just wanted this one girl and so I started to become obsessed with her and I started to just basically follow her and wherever she went and um, there were things uh, we we would go to parties and i would I would just follow her there and and do whatever she was doing and um, and one night i I drank way, way too much, and I ended up saying a lot of things that were very hurtful to a lot of different people, and um, ended up making my way back to the apartment that I stayed at with my, my friend, and um, and he, uh, he had to take care of me like I was a two-year-old, and um, it was very, very dumb of me, and um, yeah, and I... I made huge mistakes um, in that. And um, so basically I I was depressed and I I kept that question going. Why, if no one wants to be around me, should I care about myself? And so um, I got basically to the end of my rope and um, I was chasing after a girl that didn't want me and I was living a life that... I, I, I had no desire to live and um, I was at the point where I was just like okay I'm, I'm done and um, and, and I, 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 I wondered would anyone even care if I killed myself and um, and so I, I I kept going and I was just in this terrible state and I had no friends and my my roommate came and talked to me and he said you know you need to figure out what you believe um, because you're all over the place. And uh, he invited me to church with him. And I don't know what they talked about. Um, I I really don't care. Um, but he, yeah, afterwards he talked to me about who Jesus was and, and that Jesus wanted me and my life and he accepted me for who I was and... Something I guess just clicked inside of me, um, and, and and I realized there is somebody who wants to be around me, and um, yeah. So that day, it's actually funny. I never prayed. I never did anything. My my roommate said uh, after he was like after he talked to me, and I was like, yeah, I want Jesus in my life. He was like, okay, here's my Bible. Go read John and maybe pray about it or something. And so we I did. I read John and I, I prayed about it and um, I was from then on my life was was changed and, um, and, and and I can only thank God because of the fact that this crazy situation happened and I ended up with a Christian roommate who told me about Jesus and then um, yeah and then after that I ended up coming to um, the student group called The Rock I don't know some of you are in it and um, some of you have, I'm sure have heard of it and um, I, I met uh, a lot of really good solid guys and I I, um, I yeah, just kept running hard after Jesus and I saw this thing where these guys wanted to be around me I remember going to my first one and these guys came up to me and talked to me and they were like what do you like to do and, and all of this stuff and I was just amazed because of the fact that they had this love and and um, and I stayed and I, I kept going and um, after about a year, I started leading a team and i just I, I started learning more and more and more and I, I remember I, I failed so many times by god 's grace and, uh, and love, I, I, I was able to continue kind of moving forward in the rock and um, I went to El Salvador for a, a mission trip and um, I, I I went on a number of different um, summer infusions, one in Fort Collins and one in Golden and um, I, I can't even remember all of the things that, that we did and um, I'm, I'm very thankful that I went on the one in golden because actually that 's where Amanda and I kind of um, decided that we liked each other i guess and um, so yeah and uh, i i uh, <laughs> I ended up meeting Amanda and um, she came up to c s u after a while and um, and uh, I decided that I wanted to m- marry her and um, she uh, yeah through through god 's grace um, I did marry her and um, and yeah we 've been figuring it out for like for two years and um, i would um, some people would say i 'm not very dramatic um, I think amanda would say i 'm not very not dramatic um, and uh She's no. She she puts up with a lot of a lot of stuff that um, yeah a lot of me and my flesh and I'm I'm thankful for her and um, yeah as as time has moved along I've recognized just the way that God's grace has kind of flowed over me and I've also recognized something amazing in that I can rest in who Jesus is. And um, I, one example of that, um, this this past November, a lot of you know, because I was actually here. Um, I was um, diagnosed with liver disease and actually spent two weeks in the hospital. And um, I don't know how I would have handled that when I was younger. Um, but right now, I know that I can handle that, this and that uh, because of the fact that I know that Jesus has a good plan for my life um, and that he's going to use it in my life and I've already seen him use it in a number of different ways in my relationship with Amanda um, and just talking to people and um, yeah I've I've seen God's love in in it, in it so much and I'm so thankful for the fact that I can I can say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior and um, and yeah, I, I I think back to all the amazing times that I've had after I've been saved, and I and I sit here and I go, wow, because of God's great love with which He loved me, He's He's brought me up and seated me in the, the heavenly realms with Christ Jesus, and through Him, and so that His kindness might be shown, and I I I'm, I'm just amazed at that, um, and. Yeah, like I said, I can I can look back and and my family's life, my life is changed forever because of the fact that Jesus changed my life. Um, my sister is here tonight as a believer because of the fact that through this long series of events, um, yeah, Jesus Jesus brought brought me to where he is, and uh, I'm I'm very thankful for that. So, yeah. That's my story. If any of you have any questions, you're welcome to ask. (laughs) Questions? Go for it. Maybe other people will ask them, too. Um, So you mentioned that just like a minute ago, you said, like, Jesus is my Savior and Jesus is my Lord. Could you maybe talk about like that? practical way, like maybe some specific case you feel like Jesus so saved you from or saved you to and then like what does that really mean to you that he's your Lord? Yeah, I, so I guess I, I probably should have put this in, in words at the end. So before before Jesus, I guess you could say it was me looking for if people don't like, like me and don't want to be around me, why would I want to be around myself? And then He saved me from that and the ability to step into. Okay, Jesus wants to be around me. Jesus wants me near Him. So why wouldn't I want to go there? And um, I think it, it it definitely brings out of brings out a um, just a joy of. Um, being able to to walk into Jesus's um, presence and say, you know what, you you want me here, and and this is where I want to be. So for me, that's that's one of the biggest things he saved me from and to. And so yeah. Other questions? You said your friend told you about Jesus well, after you church that time. Mm-hmm. What was it he told you about? Um. So yeah, he basically told me just that jesus love, jesus 's love was there, and that um, he wanted to be near me he wanted to he wanted my life um, he he told me a lot of different things about who who jesus was he i mean he kind of walked through a lot of like historical like who Jesus is, and then also this is this is who he says he is and um, for for me, I think it was the biggest thing was he he wanted me and he wanted... He kind of wanted to love me, I guess. is the biggest thing. Yeah. Is that the same guy that you just read John? Yeah. So that's... Uh, he, he kind of... He was the one that... After after talking to me about all this, he, um, he actually handed me his study Bible, and he was like, just go read John. Um, because... Do you think that's um, like more, that was more useful? When you said that, uh, I thought about it enough, mm-hmm. uh You know... You bring someone to God. It's like showing one beggar, like one beggar showing another beggar where the bread's at. Mm-hmm. So he like energy the bread too. Yeah, no, it, it definitely, it definitely helped. And that Bible was, was very nice to have. Um, uh, and I had it for a long time until I, I, actually was able to give it to somebody else that I had shared um, with and talked to about Jesus. But um, it, it, I think for, for me, it was, it was, it was nice. But. Um, the, the ultimate thing was like just understanding all of uh, who Jesus was and so yeah and I, I wouldn't say my reading was the greatest at the beginning either it's not like I read the entire Bible in like yeah. a little I mean a month or two yeah so um after that night they told you about Jesus mm-hmm. or danger, but was it almost like immediate that you stopped wanting people's attention and stuff, or was it kind of gradual? I still want people's attention right now. But you just like you had that desire to have people care about you, kind of. Yeah. That you struggled with, that like caused you to make all those decisions. Like, did that. So I was I think as I understood who, who God, who Jesus was, even more and more, I think the desire went away. But it it's not like it was like okay, I'm, I'm set free cured. Um, it was, yeah, definitely over time, definitely figuring things out, um, understanding, okay, this is actually true. I mean, my friend had told me it's true, but until you see it for yourself, it's kind of hard to say, yeah, this is actually true. Um, so, yeah, I would say it took a while. Yeah, right. um, When it comes to Greg's question about practical steps and college. Um, I got baptized at the rock retreat that same year i can't obviously it was in October ish time frame um, I literally remember like somebody asking do you want to get baptized and I was like yep let 's go and um, because I understood it that way that's what I understood as like you're proclaiming this this thing um, you're proclaiming the fact that you have accepted Jesus into your life and I was like well I'm already a part of a church ministry student group I'm already going to a rock retreat about Jesus why wouldn't I do this um, so for me uh, it was always yeah it was, it was never really a question or anything so I guess that wasn't the biggest part of part of it Um, I got baptized in a pool. So we were... Yeah, we were... Um, we we were doing it at the... Uh, the Estes Park YMCA. And um, I remember going up there with my team. And that was so much fun. For anyone that has been on a retreat, it's like the most fun. But um, the... Uh, yeah, we went up there and, and we did it. At the end, uh, in the the pool. Yeah, It was pretty warm. Uh, for you, what was the hardest part of your transition uh, from life without Jesus mm-hmm. to life with Jesus? How, how did you cope with that? Um, I think the hardest part of my transition, honestly, was girls. Um, I just got so used to chasing girls, to going after um, pretty much any girl that I saw. Um, and um, yeah I mean I still did it when I was when after after I got saved and I had uh, I think a few times somebody talked to me about hey you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing that um, and and actually at, at one point I think um just prayed the entire night. Like literally, I drove from Denver to, or from Fort Collins to Denver and back, and was praying the entire time. And then when I got back, I stayed up the rest of the night praying. And decided that night that for two years I wasn't, um, I was going to lead a team, focus on what God had for me. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do anything. And if God decided to put a woman in my life um, in two years, when I was done with school and done with college ministry, or well. Done with school, um, then, great. But um, for then, I was I was gonna I was gonna do it, and um, yeah, it just so happened that I think like more than two years later, I, I met Amanda. So, yeah. Did you have any strong tendencies on the on the, the drugs and the alcohol a lot? And did Christ, come Christ, have any help that help you get away from any of that? Or? Honestly, I never liked it. Like, I, I hated it. But I, I did it because my friends were doing it. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 well, my friends were doing it. Um, I wanted them to like me, so I did it. But I didn't have any dependencies. I easily stopped doing it because I didn't want to. Other questions? Oh, well, I think that's it.